everybody. Welcome to episode 69 of Startwell's House of L. I'm Derek. This is JC. Hey, JC. How are you doing? Doing great. JC. A little sick here, but uh, otherwise doing well. Sick. What are you doing sick? We didn't. Well, it's winter in Minnesota here, so we're kind of... Cold season has set upon us. It, um, it's 87 in Mississippi today on the second day of December. Wow. Yeah. I don't know what the temperature is outside, but uh, after a certain degree, we Minnesotans basically say it's just cold. Minnesotans. Minnesotians? Minnesotans? I like that. That's kind of <laughs> ambiguous. You don't know which one it, it actually is. So, JC runs svfan.com, if anybody's under a yep. rock and doesn't know that at this point. Um, <laughs> and you actually do all our high-def screen caps for the episodes from week to week, um, of which there was not one this week, which is unfortunate. We are having to wait till December 13th for Gemini to air. Yeah, and it's a long time away, it seems. For, Still for, over a week. Well, yeah, we've got about, a, what, 11 days now till that one airs? Yep. And uh, it's uh, n- another holiday episode. They haven't done that since season five. So Lexmas. Yeah, Lexmas. So it'll be interesting to see how this one turns out, although it doesn't really seem like Christmas is going to have a big role in this episode as much as Christmas is just going to be going on in the background. As yeah. in, it's the holiday well, season. I like Lexmas, and I like, the, I like it when they kind of do themed episodes like Lexmas and Crimson, uh, you know, kind of tie in with the holidays. I kind of like it when they do that. So, so you're a big fan of Thirst? Uh, <laughs> no. No, okay, never mind. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> we won't discuss <laughs> Thirst. That, that's kind of, okay. that, that's the swan song of, of House of L. We we weren't on when Thirst aired, so we never had to talk about oh, yeah? it. It was kind of a, a heightened moment. But, um, like we said, Gemini is coming on in 11 days. Uh, if you caught the repeat of Bizarro Thursday night, there was a trailer for Gemini at the end of the episode. Um, JC and I were actually talking to each other about two hours after the episode aired, and neither one of us had watched Bizarro, and we didn't even know it had come on, because I really didn't think they'd air one that early. Um, yeah, normally they wake for the week before. Yeah, yeah, and especially two weeks before that they really aren't that good about showing them. So. But they got it up, and then um, JC got it on SP Fan, and then was kind enough to give it to House of L, and we put it on our site, so we appreciate that. Um, Definitely. But it's a really cool trailer. We'll talk a little bit about it. We'll be talking more about it when uh, spoilers roll. Well, you know, we, we're going to talk about the official description during spoilers. The trailer itself uh, is not too not too many spoilers with it, but it's... Um, a lot it, of quick flashes in there, so well, you know, there's a lot of... They're good with the quick flashes and whatnot, but what the episode seems to be based around is somebody has planted a bomb somewhere on Chloe whether it be her purse or whatever, just um, some assailant calls Lois and says there's a bomb on your cousin. And uh, I just got to say that uh, that little statement that the guy makes in that trailer about there's a bomb on your cousin, mm-hmm. that has to be one of the weirdest statements I've ever heard. Just I'm sure it's probably taken completely out of context, but nowhere ever in like action films or anything have I ever heard someone say, there's a bomb on your cousin. Yeah, that does seem kind of a weird, lot of place. But there's, we know Jimmy and Chloe are going to be locked in an elevator throughout the most of the episode. Um, and Lois looks like she's going to have to go after Lex in order to save Chloe. Really all you see of Clark is there's one headshot of Clark, and then there's a really um, quick flash, and if you slow it down you can watch it, but of him running through what looks like a new room of the Daily Planet we've never seen before. Um, it may be the cafeteria or something. Everybody seems to be eating, and he, everybody's stopped, and he's he's super speeding through it. So I don't know what that's all about, but he's probably on his way to save the day, as usual, wouldn't yeah. you say? I'm a poet, and I didn't even realize it right there. But uh, <laughs> I digress. But that is airing on December 13th, and that will be uh, the first episode... And then there won't be anything again for a long, long time. The schedule actually changed from the last time we reported about it. Of course, we didn't have an episode last week due to Thanksgiving. And I was out of town, so I didn't do one. But um, we'd originally said that there was going to add two more episodes, and then we were going to wait for a while, and they would be pushing them off a little bit longer. And now it's going to be a really long break after Gemini before anything else airs. Actually... Persona 
Episode 710 doesn't air till January 31st. That's uh, a over... long time. Normally they pick back up in like the 13th or something like that. Yeah, well it was actually going to be really early because originally it was January 3rd they were going to come back with Persona. Right. And uh, they were going to come back with Persona and, and Siren and then they were going to skip two weeks and then they were going to come back with um, Fracture and Hero. But now it's uh, going to be a long, almost seven weeks that you're going to have to wait for a new episode. Um, you think this has anything to do with the strike as I, far as I trying to just kind of spread things out? Definitely. I think that they want to make it look like a full season as much as they possibly can. So as close, as, close as they can get to May with the 15 episodes that they have, I, I think that's what they're trying to do. Because if they do Persona's 10, that's the 31st. That leaves five episodes left. That would be middle of March when they end uh, the season if, if they don't break again. Um at this point, I don't think the strike... I think even if the strike ended tomorrow, I don't think there's enough time to get the show back into production to, uh, yeah. to you know, fix what's happened at this point. Um, yeah, that's go- kind of the rumors with just about any series out there, though. Yeah, definitely. I mean, and, and we've seen already the effects of that, definitely with, like, um, Heroes, which has its uh, yeah. seri- uh, season two finale tomorrow night. Even though they kind of tried to leave it ambiguous, they put the... Uh, when they did the trailer for Power, the episode's called Powerless, when they did the trailer for it the other night, they put the finale, because it is, in fact, the volume two finale of the of the series, but they're also maybe the season two finale, so they're trying to leave it up in the air just in case they're not able to come back again until the fall, which really right. stinks. But, what, you know, it's become a necessary evil at this point, but there are going to be Smallville reruns on during that point, and so you're not going to be left out on the uh, proverbial cold. Um, we've already seen that Bizarro aired on November 29th, and this week we'll see a repeat of Kara, and then uh, probably be on the lookout for a trailer B for Gemini after that. Um, now, though all that might be changed is instead of two weeks from tonight, it'll say one week from tonight. But, uh, Right. And, and the next week we'll have Gemini, and then they're going to cycle through with what we've already seen. We'll be 703 Fierce, and then the next week, uh, two days after Christmas, we'll see 704 Cure, and uh, January 3rd will be 705 Action, and uh, I don't think the repeats have been called for the January 10th, 17th, and 24th yet. So we'll keep an eye out on that, but that'll probably be um, you know, episodes 6, 7, and 8, which were uh, Blue, Laura, and uh, Wrath going backwards. So... Um, yeah, I guess you'll get to catch up on everything in case you missed it and you don't have TiVo or anything like that. Uh, it really exactly. stinks. I kind of wish in the, that CW would run some uh, repeats of really old episodes, you know, like season one, season two stuff, you know. Um, that would be interesting. Seeing the season seven things released for the people who have been keeping up on the seasons, it's kind of not a very good incentive to go back and watch. You know, it's something that's still fresh in your memory. And given all the... um. The um, special guests that they've had this season would be cool if they go back and have all the special guest star episodes. Like, they could play both Christopher Reeve episodes. They could play Rosetta oh, and yeah. Legacy. You know, do some cool stuff with that. But I don't work for the CW, so I don't get to make those exactly, kind of calls. Neither do I. I don't, you know, Probably a good that. thing, though. Oh, definitely, yes. I, I think it'd be <laughs> a conflict of interest what I'm doing right now. And I'm sorry that the episode's coming up on uh, Sunday today. Today is uh, December 2nd. Um... Which, one thing is, of course, JC's in Minnesota, so we had to get our schedules together to be able to do the episode, but um, and I've been keeping this a secret, and I don't guess I really have to anymore, but uh, I guess I really didn't have to to begin with, but um, John Schneider has asked me to be producer on his new film, and that has taken up all my time as of recently, and, uh, and I'm, I've been just slammed to the wall with doing stuff to in pre-production for his new movie, which... Uh, We'll probably start filming here in March or April, so I've just been swamped with all that stuff, and I apologize that the episode. Are you able to uh, tell everyone what the uh, movie is going to be called? With, uh, yes, it is. Uh, it's the sequel to Collier and Company, which, if you Collier and Company was a movie that he he actually came to through Startville promoting last year when we met him, and and uh, it's called Collier and Company High Octane. So it'll be out hopefully this time next year, 2008 Christmas. It'll be. Uh, in your local theaters, so we're, we're geared up for that, and we're getting ready, and it's, uh, it's getting to be a whirlwind right now, so we're hoping for yeah, fun things to come Definitely. From yeah, I hope it's in my local theaters. I uh, I 
did a lot of writing to my local independent theaters for the original Collier and Company to try and get it out to Minnesota, but unfortunately they passed on that one. It's kind of the trouble with independent films is well, you know, you know, there's so many of them out there that... As many theaters as we got that one in, it just surprises me the number that we didn't get it in at the exact same time. But, I mean, it is now on DVD. You can go to houseofvelpodcast.com and buy it. You can go through Amazon and get it, pick it up. Uh, mm-hmm. You can see me and Graham from the 10th Wonder on there. So you can wave at us on the TV set and see our names in the credits. <laughs> so that's all good and fun. And I'm on, like, I'm on IMDb. You're just in all kinds of DVDs now. I know. It's, it's auspicious. And then I've... Start browsing through IMDb the other day, and now I'm on there, and that was a little weird to see. Um, <laughs> so I don't know exactly how I felt about that, but uh, I don't like my name up on stuff a whole lot. But uh, so hopefully some stuff will, with that will start slowing down here pretty soon, and be able to get back to the show because I'm not planning on going away. Even though Smallville is going to be gone here pretty soon, uh, even with this long break, and then after that we're only going to have the short season. Um, she was not going anywhere. I plan to stick around and keep you through until hopefully season eight comes back in the uh, fall. I don't think we're going to have an extended season eight at all. I think if we do get season eight, and I hope we do, and I feel confident that we will, it'll be a normal 22 episode season, and we'll just take the the hit on the episodes um, this year. But we do have some new spoilers for episodes seven fourteen and seven fifteen, which will be the final two episodes of season seven, and we'll be talking about that in the spoiler section. Um, the other thing we want to say is that uh, Alan Miles have hit up on a little incentive for you to definitely support the WGA, which is the Writers Guild, and they're on strike right now, in case you've also been living under a rock and didn't hear that. <laughs> um, but if you did this, this, and you know more about this campaign than I do, JC, but this Pencils to Media Moguls campaign, which is essentially you go to um, unitedhollywood.com, is that the website? Right, and you you buy these there's little golf pencils, and you just buy a box of them, and you send them to these uh, to the executives of all the major conglomerates, and just hoping to bombard their offices with them. But the the incentive Alan Miles are putting out here is if you put what your favorite television show is when you do this, when you send this box, and if you put Smallville, they're going to draw somebody's name at random, and a, a Smallville fan who sent these boxes in. And you're going to get, receive a phone call from Michael Rosenbaum thanking you for supporting the Writers Guild, which I think is really That'd cool. That would be a cool phone call to get, too. I mean, Michael Rosenbaum, I mean, that is he is just an amazing character in real life and on screen. So I wouldn't want to hang I up mean, the that's phone. A, that's a real treat. I, I, just, I wouldn't want to hang up the telephone. I'd just be, uh, <laughs> I'd just be hey, uh, what are you eating tonight? What are you doing later on? What's going on with you? <laughs> Oh yeah! But, so definitely go do that at uh, unitedhollywood.com. Yep. That's definitely yeah, going on. It's only a dollar. Costs you a dollar to uh, is the minimum donation, but uh, that sends a full box of pencils for that dollar, and that takes care of all the shipping. And they'll take care of sending it out to you. I mean, they do encourage you to if you want. If you you know you don't want to send money over the internet to send them on your own, they provide addresses and stuff for you as well. So. Which a dollar for those box of pencils is awesome. I could play golf every weekend and never run out of those things. So definitely, uh, definitely a dollar. Exactly. Dollars the gift that keeps on giving for that. And they're taking this to heart with the whole. Uh, I don't know if you watch Jericho, JC. I do. Uh, I watched it last season, and when it got prematurely canceled by CBS, they all the fans of the show just sent in um, packages of nuts to CBS. Um, yep. just hurtling them at them, trying to get them to reconsider to greenlight the show again. And they did. They picked the show back up for season two. So they're hoping yeah. that this uh, just bombarding pencils at all these places with Time Warner and everything will definitely raise some eyebrows. So I imagine at this point mail is being forwarded somewhere else with the number of boxes that they've sold. I saw the number the other day, and I don't know what it's up to now. But uh, it's definitely in the hundreds of thousands. So... Oh yeah, their goal is one million pencils, so it's one still got a bit, pe- bit to go. How many how many pencils are per box? Do you know? Uh, twelve per box. Twelve per box. Okay. Oh, I could definitely golf so every for the one dollar. That's being wasted. I'd, I'd golf every weekend. So, uh, <laughs> well, they, the nice thing too is that they've taken the initiative to uh, let the uh, the moguls know where they can then, if they don't want to use them donate the pencils to various uh, uh, educational 
uh, places out there, so to give them to schools and things like that. Right, so right. they're, you know, they really thought this out. They're not just going to send pallets of pencils to these guys and then end up in the trash. So right. that's awesome. And I, you know, support the strike. We support the writers here, but always um, support the the strike and everything. Not because I mean the writers serve you know what they need to get they deserve their money for what their project they've been working on and i say that even though that the strike ending may be harmful to my superman related movie material but you know whatever i i want to see all these tv shows back on the air so uh definitely get those out and uh support your favorite television shows support your favorite writers if you've got um just one particular writer that you've been following for years you know whether it be somebody from smallville or Buffy or Heroes or whatever, you know, support that person and get that out there. But that is all that's going on. And we're going to do something a little different today because we don't have uh, an episode to review, of course. There was, well, I mean, I guess we could talk about Bizarro again, and it definitely could handle <laughs> the two episode discussion about what an awesome episode that is. But um, when JC and I had actually discussed on doing an episode together, um, one thing that we both have in common is we both do websites devoted to Smallville and other television shows, but mostly Smallville. And um, yeah. we thought it would be interesting to lead a discussion on some fan sites uh, that are based around Smallville and Superman. And I'm going to let JC kind of yeah. head this up, and we're just going to discuss some of the top ones that you know about and also some ones that you might not have ever heard of before. Definitely. Let me ask you this question here. Okay. Why did you start a... Uh not only just a fan site, but a podcast for Smallville. Ah, the $100 question. I um, <laughs> I like the sound of my own voice. No, um, <laughs> in all seriousness, <laughs> I, um, I just, and I hate to say I thought it was needed because there were already some other show, Superman Smallville podcasts out there, one of which was Chuck's um, Krypton fan, which is... Yep. was an amazing show, and I would like to congratulate Chuck. I found out um, yesterday that he has been featured in the newest issue of Sci-Fi Now magazine. They do a review of Krypton Fan in there, so congratulations, Chuck. Everybody can go pick that up. And I, I, I think it is the issue, it's the newest issue, but what happens is that's a U.K. magazine. So they do mm-hmm. they do an issue in the U.K., and then a month later... That issue comes to the U.S., and that's the new issue in the U.S., and they've already got a new issue in the U.K. when that one comes out. So I'm not sure if it's the issue with um, Hayden Pantier on it, uh, which is actually U.K.'s last month issue, or if it's the new issue with the Sarah Connor Chronicles, uh, J.C.'s favorite television show, uh, on it. <laughs> so I uh, I don't know if which issue it is. It's one of the two. So check that out. It's a, they do it. That's an amazing magazine if you are able to get your hands on it. You can buy it online, but um, you know, occasionally you'll come across a Barnes & Noble or something that'll have one. But it's a huge, huge magazine. I mean, just literally, it's thick and it's big and it's got all kinds of posters and all kinds of stuff in it. And it's usually runs you about $10 uh, US. So, um, but it's worth it, like every penny of it. The the writers that they have there are hilarious, like the, their take on stuff. And I'm not saying that because they did a review of the Tenth Wonder a couple issues ago either. But they they do <laughs> some really cool stuff there, so check that out, Sci-Fi Now. And congratulations, Chuck. And I'm straying from my original question that JC asked me, which is why I started the show. I thought it would be fun. I really did. Um, I love, you know, we used to sit around and watch the show and make funny comments and stuff. And we just thought, you know, there's got to be some other way to let other people in on this if they so choose to do so. And, you know, I'm... I wasn't too big into the podcasting community, and I really all I knew about it was um, Dignation, because Dignation's like the father of all podcasting, and I still yeah. listen to slash watch Dignation, but uh, that was all I really know about, and I thought, well, there's got to be some way we can make this happen, and sure enough, you know, a few weeks after, uh, right when um, Vessel, the season five finale aired, we had a show up, so uh, that's why I started. Why, why did you start? Well, my uh, original website for SV Fan was just a little place to show off my fan videos. I've done a lot of different fan videos in the past, and then I was browsing the Krypton site forums, and basically I was pretty heavy into the the, uh, fan art community, and I noticed a lot of people complaining that there aren't any really good resources for screen caps, and those that 
do have them, post them in really low resolution, or else they have, you know, website tags written all over them in big letters, so it's hard to, you know, Photoshop those out so they can do their wallpapers and their avatars and things like that. So I kind of saw a need there for really high resolution screen caps, and I had just, uh, beginning of season five, I purchased a high definition TV card for my computer and thought, well, I can fill that need there. So, um, I launched a gallery section for SV Fan, and suddenly I had just hordes of fan artists coming to uh, see these high-definition screen caps that I was doing. So, and then on from there, I got into posting, you know, high-definition video, and it really just kind of blossomed from there. And so, I kind of found a niche in the Smallville fan site community of just, you know, making sure that I'm always putting out the highest quality stuff that, you know, that I'm able to get my hands on. So um, that's really why most of the people come to SVFan is for the videos or the screen caps. Well, I'd say that's a good reason. Definitely the, the trailers that you put up because a lot of places don't like to put Smallville trailers and most of what you can always find are just crappy YouTube files. So, exactly. Uh, and yeah. I appreciate And that's you. one thing that I absolutely hated out there was all the YouTube videos and you know, I'm I'm pretty big into uh, high quality video, uh, both in my you know in my real life and you know online. And you know, YouTube is just awful, awful quality. So. Oh yeah, I mean it just compresses the hell out of everything. And then while it's a great service and it definitely gets videos out there for free, it's not always the best way to view something that um, you might want high detail in. Which in this case, and in your case, and definitely our case here at the show is. Smallville trailers, so um, and we appreciate you letting us put those up on the website and taking okay. the audio from them, and putting them in the show each week. So, but um, you've got a list of uh, some some well-known ones and some unknown ones at, at the same point, don't you? Exactly. Well, of course, I think the number one uh, fan site out there for Smallville that everybody knows, whether they like going there or not, is KryptonSite.com, mm-hmm. and KryptonSite was the very first. Smallville fan site that I ever visited, you know, yeah, Google, Smallville, just about any kind of, you know, Smallville trailers, Smallville spoilers, you're going to come up with hits for Krypton sites, so you're just, it's unavoidable, it's out there, you know, Craig Byrne, he does an amazing job on that site, Um, you know, there's very few fan sites out there that I think are updated on a regular basis or that every day you go there there's going to be something new especially with the user forums you know people are constantly posting spoilers and rumors um, different you know fan creations art videos uh, writing so it's probably the biggest Smallville community online I had yeah I definitely have to agree the uh, Craig does a great job it's propelled him to do other things he's done the Season companion books for four, five, and six. He's also done the Smallville visual guide, so it's definitely given him a, a mountain of work to do. And uh, I think when does the season five book come out? Soon, doesn't it? Like December? Uh, December. It was supposed to come out in November, but it got delayed. So uh, mid 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 December, or actually, wait, no, I'm sorry. It comes out right after Christmas. So okay. and then mm-hmm. season six will come out this spring. Yeah, and yeah, that one comes out in spring. And um, look for uh, the House of L is even going to be in the season six book. So, awesome. so, uh, oh, that's what Craig told me. I don't know. I just listened to him. <laughs> so, he he said we were in there. So I was like, okay, cool. So yeah, definitely go pick that up uh, through Amazon links, uh, either at svfan.com, Krypton site, Shoe, wherever you can support Craig and support Smallville. So yes, that is definitely the big one, though. I would have to say. So, but also uh, we've got a whole bunch of um, other sites, you know, not all of them are, you know, Smallville General. There's probably, most of them are going to be uh, character uh, uh, based, you know, like uh, TomWilling.org and also TomWilling.com, both, you know, great resources, only focusing primarily on one character. We've got like Kristen Kruick Webb out there focusing on Kristen and, uh, Kind of the uh, the great little story out there, I think, is AllisonMack.com. In that, you know, Tabby Tabitha, she's uh, you know she created this great uh, fan site for Allison Mack, but now she's also running the AllisonMack.com official site out there. So 
That's really cool, and they've done some amazing things with that website. You know, she's got video interviews with Allison Mack on there. Allison Mack writes, you know, pretty much weekly blog entries, talking to her fans. Um, it's really one of the the best character-based websites out there right now, and mm-hmm. especially now that it's become the official site. Mm-hmm. So, and Tabby listens to our show. Hello, Tabby. Thank you for all. Hello, the hard Tabby. Work. Thank you for all the hard work you do. Oh yeah, she does an amazing job, and I love just. I mean, it's Allison Mack is my favorite character on the show, so um, I visit her site just about every day. Oh, awesome! Um, but also other characters, you know, they have their official sites out there. You know, your friend John Schneider, he's got JohnSchneider.tv out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, John Glover as well, he's got JohnGlover.info. Michael Rosenbaum has a website, MichaelRosenbaum.com. Kind of interesting. He and uh, Allison are the only ones that uh, got their names in .com, but yeah, I don't, um, I've heard the um, and if you watch the the big fans documentary on the season six DVD, um, Glover even says that somebody just started an unofficial site for him and he got in touch with right, him and asked yeah. him if he wanted to do the real site. So that's really cool. I don't know. Um, I can't remember who runs Schneider's website. I know John updates it, but somebody hosts it for him. I'm not sure who that is, but. But John does his own mm-hmm. entries to it and everything. Yeah, I really like it when uh, characters or actors get online and kind of reach out to the community just to let them know what they're doing and let them know about future projects because, you know, they do have an awful lot of fans. And, of course, fans, you know, a lot of times through official sources, you know, you go, you know, um, you know for your favorite TV show, you go to CWTV.com, and there's really not a lot there to tell you about your show you know they're very general they're very kind of dumbed down um you know they have the, the latest promotions you know it's more advertisement than um you know information that you know really dedicated fans are looking for so the cw's website is difficult at best to use uh and i don't know if they realize that or not all the time you know i'm, I'm fan of the CW and everything, don't get me wrong, I just, I, I, I don't know if they always understand, I, I, I hate that people outside the U.S. can't view the content, you know, that, that really well, stinks that they can't watch all the videos and everything. That has to do with just, I mean, they consider different areas, you know, different countries to be different markets, and, you know, being a primarily a U.S. show, I mean, Smallville isn't even, you know, it doesn't even have full episodes, but that has to do with various licensing rights and right, stuff, but, right. um, you know, um, they consider, you know, like Europe to be another market. So they, and having U.S. advertisers paying for that content, you know, no one in Europe's really going to benefit a U.S. advertiser. So they want to, you know, reserve the right to eventually move that to, you know, Europe and places like that. At True. least this is how a lot of different places are explaining it. And then have, you know, local advertisers for them. So, I mean, True. it's all about it, it, advertising for them. It just, it, it makes fans suffer a lot of the time, too, because there's no way to get Smallville online because it's not on iTunes and you can't watch it on the CW's website. So whatever exactly. whatever content that the fans can get their hands on, whether it be CW's website or not, they can't always watch it because they're not able to. So right. that stinks a lot of the time, but the CW's website it does have a lot of information. You can it's got an entire episode list going all the way back to season one with episode descriptions and pictures. It's got uh, behind the scenes videos and stuff. So it is a great uh, resource for anybody that's wanting to get into Smallville, definitely. But just talking to, um, just wanted to give a shout out. There's a uh, few different uh, lesser known websites out there that I thought should be. Uh, mentioned today, and one of them is the Definitive Smallville Soundtrack website. I've seen this. I'm not going to rattle off the whole URL. It's pretty long, but if you go to svfan.com, go to my forums, uh, Crozai1121, he's got a post in there with a link to it, um, or you can just Google Definitive Smallville Soundtrack, and he should come up. This is an, an extensive website. Exactly. Um, so, you know, if you're, you know, a big music fan and you are watching an episode and you hear a song and you don't know who, who played it, this guy's got it. And there are very few, uh, songs that he hasn't been able to figure out. And I think actually he just posted on my forums that he finally completed the list and he's caught up to, you know, every song that's been played in Smallville. So 
Now that's just an, uh, an amazing amount of work to to go through all those episodes, and I'm terrible at trying to figure out you know who's playing songs just by you know a little clip, especially when you know you have actors talking over the you know the song and and such too. So yeah, and then of course when CW does the music tonight was provided by well it's all Warner Brothers music, so if they had, they had a song on there that night that wasn't from one of the their record labels, they don't say what song that was, so you can't ever find it out. That was one of the big problems exactly. when uh, when Wither aired and James Carrington was on. Nobody knew who that was or where that song came from, and nobody could find it for it was a good couple of days before anybody started finding out information on uh, who James was or anything. Well, other great uh, resources out there are kind of the communities that are popping up on all these social networking spots. You know, we've got Facebook, MySpace, uh, LiveJournal for fan artists and fan authors seems to be one of the largest communities out there. If you go to uh, Krypton site and you look at all the threads for the fan artists and fan fiction writers, probably 80% of them all have live journal accounts, and they've got all these groups out there. You can join up on a group, and you can uh, uh, show off your, your creative works there. It's just an amazing network of people who are all kind of collaborating uh, sharing tips and tricks on how to create wallpapers, you know, different brushes for Photoshop, a bunch of tutorials, and this is all stuff that the fans have created. And to me, that, I mean, just that sense of community that, uh, you know, all of this is centered around Smallville in the, in the show is, I think, really, really a cool, cool thing. Yeah, it's um, all these people that do videos and all this artwork and everything. I mean, there's mountains and mountains. I think Smallville's got one of the biggest uh, fan followings of any show that's on television right now, definitely. Um, oh, just, yeah. just from the number of websites, when you you Google Smallville and what comes up is amazing. And oh, I, yeah. I, the, the fan documentary on the last DVD didn't even scratch the surface of some of the stuff you'll find. Uh, oh, yeah. You know, they were just talking there's about... There's no way we could list, you know, just about all the fan sites out there. I mean, I just typed the word... Uh, Smallville into Google, and you're going to get results in the tens of millions. Yeah, definitely. Uh, one of the things I always read is, um, or go to is Lanorama. You know, Brenda does that comic strip about Alan Miles every day. Really? And That's she, one I have not uh, checked out. She's I got a book. If you go to um, uh, lulu.com, L-U-L-U.com, and search Lanorama, there's a book of about... 200 uh comic strips uh wow. that, that she's Amazing. done up and and she she sent me uh, uh one autograph to me and if you turn around the back it's got reviews of the book and i actually did one of the reviews on the back of the book um quote unquote review because it's not actually about the book when you when you read it you'll see what i'm talking about but you know all these quotes from there's a quote from me and a quote from Stephen the knight and a few other people so it, that's really cool and she does that every single day and you can see it. They they did a special. She's right after us on the um, Smallville on the big fans documentary, but um, it's not actually about Smallville. It's actually uh, Alan Miles doing Smallville, and then how they how they're the the creative forces behind always needing more Lana on the show, and how <laughs> how everything has to have more Lana about the show. So that's always hilarious to me. That's too good. I will have to check that out. Yeah. Well, what else have you got for us? Um, well, not only are there a whole bunch of, uh, you know, English-speaking sites, but, you know, this is an international phenomenon. And, you know, as you talked about, you know, all these people trying to uh, watch Smallville online, um, but, but we've got, uh, you know, tons and tons of international sites out there. Smallville Shrine, Menudo Smallville is huge. Um, I remember in season five when I posted the uh, the new intro with all the uh, character credits out there. Um, I checked my referrers and they sent me like ten thousand visitors just yeah. to see that one video. So they are huge out there. Um, Kristen Kruik España is another really big site. Uh, Planet Smallville. They're probably one of the biggest French sites out there. I think you mentioned that one to me too. Yeah. Yeah, I can remember they... They're really cool, and one nice thing, you um, you know, obviously everyone doesn't 
speak English and everyone doesn't speak French, but uh, if you Google some of these sites and or actually go to uh, Google Translate, just type in Google, Google Translate, and you can uh, enter the URL of these sites and Google will pretty poorly, but still to the point where you can read them, uh, translate these sites from their native language into English or whatever language you happen to speak. And you know it's a great way to check them out kind of get some international flavor into your uh, fan site viewing. Yeah, definitely. And if you, you know, if you're from uh, those territories or anything, and you email the the site and you're hearing about it for the first time here, let them know uh, where you heard about them from. Because uh, JC definitely did a good, extensive amount of work to find some of these places. But like we said, we'd never be able to scratch the surface on some of these sites. They're just the list is endless. Uh, especially like MySpace and Facebook kind of stuff mm-hmm. the amount of there's a whole facebook um application which is which is um c++ programming but it's it's you know on your facebook page you can have updated smallville pictures and quotes and trivia and stuff underneath your profile wow. picture there with all your friends and I, I mean but even the fan stuff they've created for us there's a there's a house of l facebook uh group that some guys started, and I appreciate uh, them starting that. There's a MySpace, there's a House of L MySpace fans group, and the people that start those just really appreciate everybody. And then, I mean, you've got a forum community, we've got a forum community that have hundreds of members, so it's definitely just an extensive amount of work that people go into to talk about their favorite show. Yeah, Facebook and MySpace, all those social networking places, that's one area that I really not ventured into very much, but uh, it's definitely an area that I think needs to be addressed because, uh, you know, the typical um, web forum, you know, like you use and I use and Krypton site and all those places, that's kind of becoming more of an antiquated way that people communicate with each other. And these social networking sites are really, you know, that I believe is kind of the future of, of fan sites really in that, you know, you have your own little little profile page, but then these, you know, massive communities are, you know, joining these groups and sharing all this stuff back and forth, so, um, you know, we may uh, eventually go the way of the dinosaurs compared to some of these major uh, uh, social networking sites. Uh, wouldn't that be a, a coup? <laughs> <We're> just, <laughs> I'll let it go, I'll just let but, the show go at that point, if MySpace gets big enough to to take take on podcasting. I'm surprised there's not some sort of MySpace podcasting thing already, but uh well, Alder probably will be. Uh, now that I've said it, it's it, MySpace is like a genie. You say something and it like the next day you go and it's already there. So, <laughs> um but definitely check out all those and um that's that was really what we wanted to discuss today. That seems to be a big thing yeah. going on with uh Smallville's definitely fan stuff and it's uh, it's like we say, it's an extensive community. It's got a lot of great people that you'll come across. Smallville fans are some of the nicest that you'll ever uh, you'll find because they um, they don't argue with uh, as much stuff as say Star Trek fans do or Star Wars fans. They don't sit there and argue and nitpick about every little detail. Uh, <laughs> uh, you know whether or not Han should shoot first or not. But you know you get into all that and it it gets crazy. Uh, but you know. That uh, I'm glad JC brought up all that. I think it's uh, it's great to definitely know about because there's definitely sometimes where you won't be able to find certain things on one site, and you've got to go to somebody else's. When JC does all these amazing high-res screen caps and these high-res trailers that uh, he lets people use, and and you know doesn't ask for credit at all. Definitely uh, doesn't ask for any payment for them. You know we don't ask for any payment for doing the show. It's a free service we do um, for the fans because we're fans ourselves. Well, I think it was great uh, discussing all that, and, you know, we don't have an episode this week, so that always means a shorter episode of House of L, since there's not as much to go over, but if you're looking for, you know, episode commentaries and stuff like that, always check out Shoe 2. Our next episode of that will be up real soon. Uh, we'll be doing episode 305, which was Perry, uh, which introduced Michael McKeon awesome. in the role of Perry White, and that one will be up soon. I think we've done three... No, we did Zod, Subterranean, and then Rogue. Yeah, so there's there's three up right now. And uh, you can check those out. You can search, how, you know, same thing on iTunes. You can search Smallville. It'll come up alongside um, Trumpel's House of L. and find just Shoe 2 Smallville fan commentary. But we'll be branching out soon. We won't always be doing Smallville episodes. We hope very soon to be doing some Justice League episodes. We might even 
branch all the way back to the 90s and bring you some Lois and Clark. And uh, That would be very cool. And then, uh, you know, if we can figure out a way to just make the file size not too huge and destroy all your computer connections, we might even uh, plunge into su Superman movies. I definitely want to do Superman 4. And I think everybody needs to hear Superman 4 done uh, by us here. <coughs> so I think it would be a, a disservice not to hear it at this point. Uh, the yeah. quest for peace must be commented on <laughs> in some form <laughs> or fashion. So, as always, check us out at houseofelpodcast.com or you can go to our forums at forums.houseofelpodcast.com. Check out JC's watch list at svfan.com, which is uh, your number one resource for all the high res screen gaps and trailers that you can get your hands on. And don't misuse them, people. That's just wrong. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. You we won't get into that. Yeah, but. that was a fiasco. Yeah, I think uh, I just checked in. They've got like almost 70 different uh, Smallville videos you can watch. If you go to the video section, click on filter list. Uh, you can drop down and just only see all the Smallville clips that I've got. So 70. And I, I mean, you don't only do that because there's hero stuff on there. Right now you've been putting the... Um, oh, yeah. Syrac well, it used to be called svfan.com, a, a Smallville fan site. Right. And then... I started creating a bunch of other fan sites and thought, well, I kind of need a place to have all my other shows that I watch and talk about them. So that's when I changed it from a Smallville fan site to JC's watch list, which is kind of more general. But still, I mean, my number one focus is Smallville and always will probably remain Smallville until years after the show has ended. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Because, I mean, there's there's Heroes content. You've been doing uh, Heroes high-res caps for Heroesite.net, which is the other... Uh, yep. which is another, not the other, but another site that Craig Byrne, who does Krypton site, runs. Mm -hmm. So you can go to Hero site and see all those, and then you've been doing those trailers, which um, <laughs> I don't guess there will be any more after tomorrow night uh, for you to worry mm -hmm. about uh, until the fall, or unless this strike gets cleared up a whole lot sooner. So uh, that is it for another episode, and we're going to be back in just a second after the music to discuss spoilers. And we've got the Gemini official description along with the trailer audio and a few spoilers for the end of the season. So, JC, thanks for joining me today. And you uh, bet. We'll be right back. from tonight at 8, 7 central on the CW. All right, what you just heard was the official audio trailer for the audio trailer, not really, but the audio from the trailer for Jim and I, which will be airing December 13th on the CW. Uh, we kind of discussed it at the beginning of the episode. There wasn't a whole lot of uh, spoiler-filled issues within the trailer. Just gave a basic plot premise, which is somebody has planted a bomb somewhere on Chloe that uh, Lois is going to have to get answers from Lex to find out how to stop it, I assume. Uh, JC, you've got the official description, don't you? Yep, I do. Uh, basically says that Chloe reveals to Jimmy that she is a meteor freak. Clark, Tom Welling, returns to Smallville from the fortress and tells Lana that Kara is gone. Uh, Clark tells Lana that they should team up uh, to being Lex, or being Lex down. I think that should say to bring, bring Lex, Lex down. Yeah. A little typo there. Uh, so she gives him all the information that she gathered so far, including a report from a man named Adrian, guest star uh, Tim Gwynny, I think is how you say that, who was infected with an alien substance. Adrian secretly plants a bomb on Chloe and tells Lois if she doesn't get Lex to admit the truth about his experiments with 33.1, he will detonate the bomb. Chloe, thinking that she is about to die, confesses to Jimmy that she is a meteor freak. And then also just goes on to say that John Glover also stars uh, Whitney Rancic, directed mm -hmm. the episode, and it's written by Caroline Dries. Awesome. I like Caroline Dries episodes. Um, Definitely. Yeah, it doesn't say a whole lot about a Christmas, so I'm just assuming this is just going to be a backdrop 
um, yeah. to the episode. And it happens I, around Christmas time. Yeah, and you can see the exterior shots of the Daily Planet. Everything's covered in snow. Um, and you also, I also finally saw you pointed out before to me that uh, there is reindeer around the. Uh, is that what it is? Daily Planet globe. Yeah, kind of just pre-framed it and took a close look, and yep, they had little reindeer to travel around the globe there. Who so. climbs that thing? <laughs> I don't know. I wouldn't do that. That thing that's like the second tallest building in Metropolis and that, that thing Well is... I think a lot more uh big buildings would do things like that if their buildings were made in CGI, so Well, I mean true. You're just sitting there thinking, Okay, this building comes to a point and then there's a huge globe. Who's climbing that globe to put reindeer up there every Christmas and they have to draw straws? Yeah, you or... never know. There there may be little portal accesses inside the globe to Get out there and just kind of reach your arm out and attach a reindeer. <clears throat> Lean too far to the left and that globe comes flying off. You don't want that to happen. <laughs> ever, ever, ever. Yeah, we saw that in the last Superman movie. Oh, yeah, That's definitely. Definitely. He called it and then just... I saw some comic strip when that movie came out where, uh, you know, he rolls it on that car. After he, after mm-hmm. he, he catches it, he just kind of rolls it on that car and then it showed that and then there was another cell where it was the the guy trying to get it in his car that he rolled it on, he was like, ah, oh, son of a, you know, <laughs> he just destroyed his, <laughs> just destroyed that yep. guy's car, uh, which was pretty funny, but, so that airs on December 13th, we'll be looking forward to another holiday episode, and like we said, it's almost going to be, ooh, about six weeks before you get another episode at the end of January, um, which is a long time, right before February, you'll see uh, episode 10, which is going to feature the return of James Marsters as Brainiac, and we'll also feature Mark McClure from Jimmy Olsen and the Superman movies. We playing a uh, former Kryptonian, I guess you would say, is a Kryptonian that's been left on Earth uh, named Draxer, and we don't know what his storyline's going to entail as of yet. And I sounds like he's only going to be in one episode, so I don't know how heavily he's going to factor in. But Persona is supposed to be a huge episode, so I'm looking forward to that one. Um, the the big thing right now is though. Uh, we have said episode seven, fourteen, and seven, fifteen are going to be the last two episodes of season seven, as it looks like, due to the strike. And we've got some new uh, material for seven, fourteen, which um, well, we always say we call it, and I, I called it. I said that's that's going to have to factor Swan in somewhere here right at the end, and in fact, it does. If you, if you got the spoilers for us, JC, for Traveler, uh, for Traveler, we're uh, going to be seeing Patricia Swan, daughter of Dr. Swan, as a childhood friend of Lex, Lex's. Uh, Swan and Lionel were part of a group who were waiting for the arrival of an extraterrestrial traveler. Uh, Patricia wants to stay in touch with Clark because she believes he can do good for the world. Uh, yeah, that sounds like a pretty heavy episode. We got hinted in at some of that during those, uh, animated raps that they did um, during last season for uh, the Justice League, the Justice and Doom things that they did on the website. We saw a glimpse into the past where um, Dr. Swan and uh, uh, Miss Teague and Lionel and uh, Oliver's dad all were part of this um, society that were waiting on um, somebody from another planet. Um, So that was really um, cool that they were able to tie up a little bit of the storyline in that, but now they're going to go even further. And while I said that Dean Gain really was the one that needed to play the offspring of Dr. Swan, it looks like they've gone uh, with uh, female for the role. Uh, I don't know if they're going to do any amount of stunt casting for this. I don't even know really who they would get. Um, I was talking to Chuck about it the other day, and he said Terry Atcher would be uh, (laughs) interesting for the role, but I... Seriously, doubt they'll consider that. And then the only other person I could really think oh, of... Oh, she is so busy these days with that Housewives yeah, show. Yeah, with Desperate Housewives. The only other person I would think of would be Stacey Hyduk, uh, from the, who played Lana on Superboy, but she's doing a uh, soap opera now, so I really don't think there'll be any amount of stunt casting done for the show, nor do we know if this is actually going to be a child of Dr. Swan's and Bridget Crosby's. They, they didn't really go into detail in saying so. We, we don't know uh, if this is going to be their kid or not, but it will be interesting to see how this episode comes about as the girl seems to know that Clark is the um, one that uh, her father was waiting on. Yeah, it's really cool that, uh, I mean, they're, they're bringing the, the name Swan back again, especially at this point in uh, the series, you know, with Clark really coming much closer to his destiny. I, I think it's important to uh, kind of remember where, you know, the Swan family kind of has helped 
uh, Clark in the past and, you know, their own kind of interesting little ways, but um, I'm really happy that uh, the Swan name is coming back into a Smallville episode. And I don't want to say that it's the, um, they're leaving it open for the end, but definitely, I mean, they, we haven't heard whether or not they're going to be picked back up for season eight, and they could definitely be trying to tie up all storylines they possibly can in these last couple of episodes in case, uh, you know, they kind of leave an open-ended, uh, open-ended cliffhanger in episode 15 just in case they're not able to return. Almost, as, right. almost as if they're able to do an ending for the show without knowing there's going to be one, um, which is not at all uncommon for television shows to do. But um, they could definitely answer a whole lot of questions and open up a whole lot more without answering them at the end of the episode. Um, for Veritas episode 15, we do know that um, while Marsters was supposed to return for four episodes uh, as Brainiac, now it looks like in this uh, next batch of episodes, he's only going to be in two episodes. He's going to be in Persona. We may not see him again until Veritas, and uh, he will be joined by another Smallville villain, which I can only assume is going to be Bizarro, uh, will we'll return again for the finale. So it'll be interesting to see how that all comes into play uh, in March. But because we are on hiatus, there's not a whole lot of spoilers, so that's all that we're really left with at that point, and I'm glad we at least have a Gemini trailer and official description to hold us over for another week and a half. But um, that's really it for today's episode. And JC, once again, I just want to thank you for uh, for joining me and kind of. Well, thanks for having me. We've kind of been talking about doing this for a little while. I'm glad we finally uh, got our schedules to mash up. Yeah, yeah, we had, and I'm glad we were able to um, discuss the fan sites, which I think is a, a great service to the community for uh, everybody to find out about. So, thanks for doing that. And um, but in the meantime, we'll be back um, next week with an all new, uh, or next weekend rather, with an all new episode. House Bell and leading down to Gemini and we'll see you later.